There are a lot of ways to train, but no matter what, you need to train in a way where you can buy in and stay true to your goals. And that's the way you can get the most bang for your buck with your training pursuits. And today, gym owner, coach, and Spartan Pro, Timmy Brand, will teach you exactly why that's important. My name is Rich Ryan. This is the Reinforced Running Podcast. What's up? So Timmy Brand owns a gym called Hybrid House in Southern California, and she has an online coaching service called Brand Performance, where she serves athletes who want to train hard to find their true potential in obstacle course racing. So in this episode, Timmy and I cover why you should be gentle with yourself during this stressful time, and ultimately that is the best way to get results, and how to follow your authentic goals when training, and some practical things like how to actually improve your grip strength with just something like a broomstick when you might not have the resources that you typically would. So I really liked talking with Timmy. There's a ton of great takeaways throughout the episode. I think you're really going to enjoy it. So here we go. Timmy Brand. Timmy Brand is here. Timmy, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. So you did something that was extra hard and in true Spartan way, you know, this shelter in place is, is hard enough, but you decided that you were going to go ahead and, and move during a, a, the shelter in place. So that is something that I admire. You want to make things as hard as possible. What's like the worst part of moving? Yeah. Go big or go home. Yeah. <laughs> so I am somebody that moves. I like change. I've moved since I was a kid. I move a lot. I'm hoping at this point that this move stays for a while because I actually really love where I am. But moving for me, oddly enough, is absolutely stressful. Um, I think it's one of the stressful things we, we actually probably do in life. But for me, it's got this beautiful side to it and this really wonderful side to it where you have this change. You have a change of space and uh, there's a purging involved. And so you have this ability to start to get rid of things that maybe aren't serving you in your life. It's like this clean out. So there's something about moving that I really enjoy and embrace. And it was not ideal to do it at this time. However, it it really made sense in the end at this time because you, you can't really see it behind me, but I live facing the ocean. I moved into a, a condo that is on the water. And so and from an apartment that was kind of back in the city, so for me to be on the water, looking at the ocean every day while being safer at home ended up being quite a, quite a blessing. Yeah, it's so, not bad. <laughs> was it stressful? Yes. Does it come with a lot? Yes. You know, and I, and I have two five-year-old twins that, that, I, that, were, that I moved. And so, but at the same time, to be able to purge and kind of go through stuff during this time and see what meaning it has and kind of reflect on the importance of these things that I'm moving with was a really interesting time during everything that's going on because I think it's already a time of reflection and then to move and be looking at uh, keepsakes and things that have meaning to you during this time was really interesting. And I, and I really embraced it and quite enjoyed it. So, um, so I don't recommend moving during this time (laughs) turned out to be somewhat of a blessing for me really has. And that's interesting because you mentioned, you know, purging your stuff and being able to kind of take some time to reflect and look at all these things that you have. It's kind of a way to add some gratitude into a time where is that yeah. can be so negative, um, but also very stressful. Exactly. So you- <laughs> so, 
you know, so it's probably for a lot of people, I think this time is probably a bit of a, a, a both. It's, yeah. it's a time to reflect and, and, and maybe, um, see what isn't serving you in life and also adding to your life what is and seeing what's really important. And then I think it's also a time to, um, that does feel a little bit stressful and a time to be gentle and a time to maybe also say, if I'm not having big aha moments, it's okay. And if Mm. I'm not at home trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my life, that's also okay. So I think it's really that balance on the scale of really being gentle with ourselves, but also having an awareness that if you do feel grateful during this time and you do do have the opportunity to reflect that this is the time to do it. You should take it. Right. You should take it. And if, if, if you're, if you're sitting at home trying to reflect because you know, that's what people are doing and they're posting it on social media and you just don't, it's not coming to you. Like don't force it, you know, like it's okay. You're also one of those people that's like, I just want to get back to life. Like, well, that's okay too. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. know? (laughs) Yeah. If you just want to hang out, watch Netflix, you know, use it for what you need it for, I guess. So do you, like, when I've, I've moved quite a bit as well, I think every six to like 18 months I've moved over the past like six or seven years and I've ended up like just not having stuff. So I like don't have anything just cause it's much easier to move. Do you have, do you, do you purposefully go minimalist or do you really kind of take the things that I'm you minimalist? Very, very same as you moving as much as I have. I've moved. This is my fourth move in two and a half years. So mm. similar to you, yeah. I become a minimalist. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, every time I purge and, and then I, and then I feel so good when I purge and because of moving and having to move and not wanting to move so much stuff, I really have become quite the minimalist. I have less clothes. I have less things I have. Um, I do. I, I and, and you know what? I really, really enjoy it. I really have embraced being a minimalist. Me too. And it's really kind of helped me with the perspective of when I'm going to acquire something new and instead of just like getting something for the sake of, of having it and thinking that I should, I just know that it doesn't really change how I feel day to day. It's, it's really just an item that yes. I could be here or, or, or it couldn't. Have you read that? Um, was it Mary Condoy, the um, life changing habits of tidying up? Have you seen that? Oh, so I've seen, so I think there's two other things that have played into me being a minimalist. I saw the documentary, which if you haven't seen it is phenomenal. The one that's called Minimalist? Yes. Or Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's I read that. I, I follow them on Instagram. And then I also watched her Netflix series. Mm. So both of those together with moving as much as I have. And I also move for three. So every time I move, I'm moving for me and my, my twins. So um, so between three of us really becoming minimal has been really important too, to just move. Um, but yeah, those have also, those two shows played a part in me being a minimalist also, both of those, I left both of those shows, like running to my closet and purging, I only need one lamp. So those definitely played a part for sure. Yeah. You mentioned, um, those two documentaries. So I, I, I uh, what are some other documentaries that you think people would enjoy that you'd recommend while people have downtime to watch them. Okay. So, um, I am a law and order. Like I feel like in my past life I was a detective. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I'm not one of these athletes or gym owners that watches all the fitness stuff and all the fitness shows. And, you know, I've seen game changers and I've seen, um, a lot of the ones that, that I think are very popular, but 
I think I do so much of that in my, my workspace that I, that I really try to not do it when I'm just trying to like purge, uh, mm-hmm. sorry, like trying to just sit and watch a movie all day and just sit on the couch. And so for me, um, I am a big law and order, uh, criminal minds. Um, like I said, I think I was a detective in in a past life. So I really like to figure out crimes. So I just watched unbelievable. That was really good. Um, Sloan was really good. Um, so, so like suspense, almost cheesy suspense, and the nice thing about it is Law & Order is on all day, every day. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you can always find it. But yeah, like Law & Order, CSI, all those kind of crime suspense films. I tried Tiger King, the documentary that everybody's talking about, and I just can't, I can't get into it. Really? Because that's kind of true crime. And there's still, there is some like whodunit aspect in there. How, how far did you get? So I got cut, and, and, and my friend's, know this about me and so they all wrote me like you have to see tiger king and it's yeah. so crazy and I, I i got to okay i don't know what episode it was but i got to where they're now talking about the woman i think carol the woman's husband yeah it was just brought up her first husband that maybe she fed him to the tigers <laughs> yeah yeah so that's and you, you weren't in you weren't immediately like i gotta find out i gotta figure out if this happened to that man i, know, I think because I mean, it's, it is a crazy documentary. Um, I think because the tiger thing is getting to me. Like, I can't handle, for me, I don't feel like these tigers are truly being taken care of. And that's really yeah. hard. I'm someone that doesn't go to the zoo. I don't go to, you know, I haven't taken my kids to the zoo. I don't go to SeaWorld. I don't know. That stuff is hard for me. So I, that, I, I think I'm having a struggle where, like, I'm seeing these tigers caged and I'm trying to, like, focus on the story. And I know that there's a good story there, but I, like, can't – I just can't get into it. I think that's why. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. It took me a while to, to start. I did end up doing it. I had no interest, and then I just was – I just caved just to be in on the conversation. But they yeah. – I don't think – they're they're not pro-zoo. You don't leave that feeling like – like, I kind of did the opposite. I'm kind of like, oh, this is really not a very cool thing to, right. to celebrate. So – um, that's interesting. You weren't, you weren't quite into it. Um, I know. And I'm telling you, my friends who know me were like, Timmy, there's a show on Netflix, like made for you. Cause I'm so into like the whodunit and you know, the twists and the turns. And so maybe I'll give it another shot. I mean, we know, you know, I know I have time to do that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so maybe I will, but, um, and I didn't get very far into it. So I'm, I'll maybe give it another shot, but, um, but yeah, yeah. I, so far, Tiger King is not at the top of my list. Uh, Ozark, for sure. Mm. Suspense, yeah, that- crime, twists and turns. That I'm into. So I finished season three of that. Yeah, there's and there's unlimited amount of content you can take. So it's not like you're going to have to watch Tiger King at some point. You could just watch all the millions of other hours of, of content <laughs> available. So it's not, it's not a necessity. Very- um, so... Here's another random question. Who is a role model that you have that you've never met? Oh, gosh. Okay. A role model that I have that I've never met. You know, I really um, admire Bob um, Bob Harper. Mm-hmm. He was one of the original trainers on The Biggest Loser. Mm-hmm. Um, I've definitely always looked up to him. Um, being very, and, and I'll tell you why, 
Um, I think the biggest, cause I could also say Jillian Michaels and, and I think that she's up there too for me in terms of like a coaching aspect. But I think for me with him is his ability to be, in my opinion, very real and honest with his life. And I do follow him on social media and I, and I'm, and I'm well aware that social media is not necessarily an accurate depiction of who we are and what we're going through. However, he has this neat ability to ebb and flow in fitness. He was a big yogi and then he got really into CrossFit and now mm-hmm. he's into yoga and Bikram yoga and, and hot yoga. And I, I really admire his ability to not feel like he has to stay in one lane and that he's really honest with the fact that fitness can change and that your, your, um, what you're into, what you like can change as well, even from him leading from the front. Um, he's also changed his look a lot. You know, he's, he's, uh, you know, he's been, he's, he just looks different. You know, he's gone through phases in terms of his, what he's into and his trend and what he looks like. And, um, and I appreciate that about him. And he's really honest with his life. You know, he had a heart attack, I think last year, the year before. And, um, you know, he, he speaks about balance. He doesn't, I like that he does not pretend that it's all, uh, you know, unicorns and rainbows. And I really admire that. He's a really great one. Cause you, like you mentioned him being real a couple of times, cause, and he's unapologetic about it, you know, and he's right. not, he's not dogmatic behind who he is or, and, and coming from a show like biggest loser, there's a certain, there is like a little bit of like cheesiness to it. And you would expect a trainer who was on that show to be more like, that like rah rah all the time but he's really not like he's he's real he knows he knows the deal he's very knowledgeable and like he is himself which so i I agree which is hard in this fitness space because a lot of times people will pick a pick a lane or or find themselves in a lane where they become popular and then that's what they are for forever and they can't go back on it exactly exactly i just i i i i really admire somebody that is being um watched and someone in his role where he's inspiring and motivating and he's in he's in a role model position for a lot of people that he really is able to you know not only talk about working out and not only talk about his life as a coach but he really presents himself as a human being and I think that that's really important especially right now because there's no there's 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 no reason to believe that every fitness professional, especially right now, is eating well and working out every day. You know? <laughs> right. You know, and 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 he and and I think it's that that's what he nails in life. He really nails the fact that he lives his life as a human being. And yes, he's from that show, and he, you know, he's into fitness clearly. But he really, um, I just admire that he has this great ability to be. I think true to who he is, you know, that's how I see it. And I haven't met him. I'd love to meet him, but I, I really, um, I really respect that about him. Yeah. He's definitely a good one. Cause like I said, we need more of that in the, in the fitness industry. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think so. Cool. So tell us a little bit more about you and what you got going on as a, a gym owner, as a coach and kind of in the OCR world. Right. So I opened my own gym by myself. So I, I've been a gym owner now for since 2015. However, I left my first gym that I opened with a business partner and have uh, gone off onto my own and opened my gym hybrid house here in Long Beach in September. So it's fairly new. 
However, I wasn't new to owning a gym and I wasn't new to having members in a membership base. So I was very fortunate that a lot of members came with me. So although the gym is new, it doesn't feel brand new. I kept some of the, the programming and kept some of the design and, and also changed a lot, you know, to really make it my own. You know, it's a different name. It's a different logo. It's a different brand. And so that's one big thing I started doing at the end of last year that's really been my my heart and soul is, is opening Hybrid House. It's I'm very passionate about it. It's very important to me. I find it to be very different than other things out there. And I, 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 I feel like it's very true to what I want to do with fitness and what I want to put out there and the content and the type of gym that I want to have available to people. Um, and then on top of that, I'm still on the Spartan Pro team. And unfortunately, with everything happening this season, we haven't had a season in 2020, but I'm still on the pro team. I'm really trying to be a part of media and content and helping in any way that I can, because Spartan is also a brand that I really respect and admire. And um, so I'm really still trying to do my part with obstacle course racing and and training and inspiring and trying to do my best to keep it alive at home, you know, in, in, in terms of the virtual life of Spartan right now. So, so really my life is the gym and still being on the Spartan pro team. And then I do have to add to that, you know, that I really believe in balance in life and I'm, you know, I'm a girlfriend and I'm, I'm a mom and um, that definitely does not take a back seat for me. It's really important to me, you know, and I just turned 40. And so I, it's really important for me right now to also have balance in my life and to make sure that I make the time for Spartan because I, I really do love the brand and love obstacle course racing. I'm just so passionate about it. And, and I love my gym. I mean, I am not meant to do anything else in the world. And it's not that it brings me, you know, buku bucks and it's not that it's stress-free, but it's truly what I love to do and what I, what I believe I'm here to do. And then, you know, just really making sure that I'm um, a mom and, and a girlfriend and doing the best that I can in those roles as well. And that I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket. Yeah. And you can, a lot of times gym owners, they will get completely overwhelmed and it will take over their lives because we, like we talked before um, we hopped on that, you know, having a facility, so much stuff can go wrong and, and building a brand, building a business for yourself can really take over your, your world. So it, having right. that balance and, and noticing and like being conscious of that has to be important. And the, right. and I also mentioned like just looking at, at you and your branding on your website and, and, and the passion that you speak of it, you can, you can tell that it's also true to you, to who you, who you are at hybrid house. And, and that definitely um, shines through. So who, who are the people that you kind of serve at hybrid house? Like what kind of a uh, community, what kind of environment, who, who, uh, who are you helping there? So hybrid house really, appeals to of course the spartan and the ocr athlete and this has been my mission so i i definitely have a reputation in the obstacle course racing world and that attracts members to my gym so there's definitely the element of it that appeals to that athlete however it's really important to me to really access the non-spartan so the the obstacle the person who's not an obstacle course racer the person who's not signing up for their trifecta it's really important for me to have the ability through hybrid house to access those people now it's still in my opinion a niche so how i see who appeal who would be into hybrid house or who it would really appeal to or who i think my customer base is <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
it's um, so so who I who I really feel my gym appeals to is the are you a competitor? So are you somebody that likes to feel athletic? I don't, I don't, I'm not talking novice, intermediate or advanced. I'm not talking level. I'm talking, are you somebody that feels like you like to compete? Are you competitive? Mm -hmm. Um, Did you used to be a competitor? Were you somebody that competed maybe in middle school or high school or college and you really competed as an athlete or you competed in some way, you know, in, in, in the mile, you know, in, in middle school, or were you somebody that was on the high school football team or were you a competitor and you miss it? Right. And then the third is, were you never a competitor? And maybe you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, doesn't matter to me, and you want to. So the gym really appeals to the person who desires being an athlete. So it's not a transformation center. We don't do six-week weight loss, eight-week transformation. That is not who we are. And who Mm. we are really, we want you to sign up for a 5K, a Spartan race, a 10K, Uh, something that maybe you've never thought you could do before. So it really centers around goals that are performance-based. So I call it like a performance-based training facility. So when you walk in the door, let's say to hybrid house, let's say something about it caught your attention and you walk in. Well, you're, you're a runner and a racer, but let's just say you're rich, you walk in. Some of my questions to you are going, are definitely going to start with what are your goals but there, I'm really going to try to get to what are your performance-based goals? Mm. So what, what are some goals you have, you know, and you might hear, well, I want to lose weight and, you know, I want to, I want to work on my stress and, but the person who's really going to love hybrid house and the way that I'm going to help them love hybrid house and perhaps even change something that they've been doing all this time, which is focusing on these, these really um, physique based, uh, or emotionally draining, in my opinion, goals, you know, where you look at social media and in life, it's how much weight can I lose? How many, you know, how many abs can I see by the summer? Um, I really try to change that and ask questions that gear somebody toward, um, you know, I've always wanted to run a 5k, but I never thought I could, or, you know, I'd love to try a Spartan race, but they seem really scary. So I really want to attract anybody and show them that when we focus on these performance-based goals and when we can switch over into this lane, the weight loss and the abs will happen, Mm. but there's a, there's a, there's a big freedom and not having that at the forefront of your brain. And there's also this really cool thing that happens over here in this lane where there's community and then there's training involved. And there's usually a routine that gets you to that goal. So it's, it's not like, you just come and you work out and you check the box. Like I worked out with Timmy today. No, yeah. you come in and you go, okay, I did my workout today. Okay. Now I've got to run tomorrow. I run two miles because I've got my 5k in six weeks. So there's this thing you're training for. So there's more than just like going and work out every day. It's, Oh, I'm working towards something. And, and, and in my opinion, towards something that I think has a lot of positive reinforcement rather than, how much weight am I losing as I chip away at that goal? Because what I see, and again, I've been doing this a long time, is when you focus on this performance-based goal, the other stuff happens. Mm. But there's a, a neat success in taking that away from, from the person who's ultimately trying to achieve it. And, it. and it seems to get rid of some of that emotional baggage and, and the baggage that really comes with some of those goals. So, Hybrid House really appeals to the 
person who wants to be a competitor, the person who was once a competitor, and the person who never was a competitor but always wanted to be. So, mm-hmm. and 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 if you ask the right questions, I think, and you really sit and give the right message, which again is always my hurdle, you know, making sure my marketing really hits that chord, which is really everybody's an athlete and everybody's got an athlete in them. It's just a fear or something that maybe that person's never thought of, or because social media and fitness is centered around these, this physique. um, I think people often don't even think about the other side. So I may not appeal to the masses and I'm okay with that. And that's something I've really come to terms with since being a coach. You know, I've been a coach since 2007. And even when I worked for big corporations and big gyms, I still always had that as my way. And I may have not appealed to every person in the gym, but I stayed very busy and um, I had a lot of success with my, with my, my clients and my members. So that's really when I opened hybrid house, I really wanted to stay true to that. And I really wanted to, um, to really make that the forefront of what we do. So we have a lot of people that train for Spartans, tribal clash, high rocks, five Ks, 10 Ks. We have your novice, your intermediate, and we have your elite athlete under one roof. We have your 20-year-old all the way to your 76-year-old under one roof. So again, there's no, it's for this person or that person. It's really just having the member come in and really um, encouraging them to focus on performance and athleticism rather than body and transformation in terms of weight loss or muscle gain. Or It's really moving away from that and moving into, well, what can you train for, you know, that might change your confidence and really give you something to look forward to. And, um, you know, so, so really moving people in that direction and, and encouraging them to, to, to reconsider maybe something that they've been doing for a long time. So that is a, a really kind of interesting approach because you are in reality limiting the amount of people who are coming in, people who are going to want to train for a race or for their goals it's going to be a much smaller group than, than someone who wants to lose 10 pounds. So I can imagine you have people come in and they're like, I want to lose 10 pounds. And you're like, all right, cool. But like, why, what's the deal? What is it about that goal? And you mentioned like what answering, like asking questions, asking the right, right question. So how do you kind of get like kind of filter filter is not a great word, but how do you kind of filter out the people who are going to work in the gym versus those people who are, more in there for the aesthetic goal or is that just something that naturally happens based off of the the marketing and the messaging that you're putting forward so so there's a few things and you're you're asking at an interesting time because it's 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 something i have not mastered and it's it, it's actually something i've spent a lot of time on in safer at home really trying to figure out how to get my message across and also being in a really good position to realize these are, this is the foundation I want to stand on. Like, I don't want to do it any other way. And so I'm literally on a call every week with somebody going, okay, how can I get this message across the right way and make sure that I get the right people in the gym? So there's a few things. So number one, the gym is largely, largely referral based. So, and the retention is very successful. So if, if someone refers you to hybrid house, 
and you, because they think you're going to like it, nine times out of 10, you're staying. So, so the great, so the positive is the retention is really, really strong. It's got a strong community because a lot of us race together and, and compete together and do 5Ks together. And so it's got this amazing family feel. Again, why I called it house. It does have mm-hmm. this really cool community element to it, which also is really big in Long Beach. Long Beach is a very small business community-based city. So it really suits the people who live here. That's what they want, right? That's what they desire. And that's one of the reasons I live here. So it really works for me. So it were largely referral-based because we are different. So the second part of the positive side to that is we do stand apart. We're not like every other gym. So I'm really not competing against the Camp Transformation Center, you know, um, uh, the boot camps. I really don't get thrown into that bucket. So the other positive side to that is I, I don't compete with that. You know, I don't compete with hardcore fitness. I'm not competing with with those centers. Um, but on the flip side, what you bring up is, well, how do I get the message across? And I would say if I had to pick a struggle and a hardship right now, that's exactly it. It's nailing my marketing. Mm. It's nailing my brand. It's getting the message across that hybrid house is absolutely for everybody. The approach is simply different and that it's worth a try if what you're currently doing has not served you. So if Orange Theory Fitness is great for you and you're killing it and you are a loving life and you are feeling great and fit and like it's a good relief from your stressful life, stay, stay there. More power to you. There are enough people in the world and in Long Beach where I don't need everybody's person. I don't need every member, right? But if you're, if you go to Orange Theory Fitness and it doesn't serve you and you notice that you're not loving it and it's, you know, it's, it just doesn't feel like the right fit. I encourage you to try a different lane, right? Try a different approach. And what Hybrid House does is offers that. Am I for everybody? Is Hybrid House for everybody? No, neither is Orange Theory Night, neither is Barry's Bootcamp, neither is, you know, the small gym down the corner, right? So, but I think it's worth a try if something isn't serving you, although it's the popular thing or all your friends are doing it, why not try something else? And it, it's so easy now to do that. There's class pass, there's Groupon, there's, you know, there's, you know, if, if you see something and it's different, such as hybrid house and you, and you, you see the marketing, you go, Oh my God, what are these events? These people are doing and why are they signing up for all these events? And Oh, that seems a little scary. Well, if where you currently are isn't serving you and it's the same thing you've always done, well, why not try it? And then at that point, my hope is that again, by, by, by doing something that's a little different, signing up for a race, signing up for a competition, that maybe you find that hybrid house is always what you needed. And you find that the community of people, because we compete together is always what you wanted. You really, really needed the community and you needed the, the push. So, so I think that that exists in everybody. I understand it's not the popular thing that's out there. You know, it's not, it's not a big push on social media and, but I feel like if I can use this time, Rich, to get the marketing down and get the message across to your point and really learn how to do that right now, which is where I'm spending a lot of my time, I do see a huge success in the gym. I think it can absolutely open up an entirely new way for people to train. And, and the positive side to that is what do you see right now on the other end? High Rocks, Tribal Clash, Spartan, um, 
weekend, being a weekend warrior and having something to sign up for has completely changed in fitness in the last few years. You don't just have your local 5Ks, 10Ks, marathons, half marathons. You have mud runs, you have trail runs, you have so many different opportunities. So to me, when I see that all these businesses are popping up and doing that and they're having success, well, where are all these people going to train? Right. You know, a boot camp right. is necessarily prep you for a Spartan. A, a weight loss center is not necessarily going to prep you for, for a high rocks competition, right? And, 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 and there's also fear in that, right, that they seem scary. But enough people are signing up for these things and enough of them are in Long Beach, a very active Southern California community. Well, I want you to come to my gym and train for them. And I want you to be around 50 other people that are training for them. And I want to pair you with the other novice person who I think matches you perfectly so that you really enjoy the training. And I want, you know, so, so I do see that, you know, so I'm really trying, trying to stay true to, to who I am and what I want. And I do see that there's got to be a need for it. Otherwise, mm-hmm. how would all these companies be popping up? You know, you know, Spartan, frankly, isn't, isn't it anymore. You know, they, 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 they run an amazing, amazing event and they are absolutely at the top of their game, but there is room for other companies that are starting to really take hold of this weekend warrior theme and trend and say, Hey, if you really want to spend your time on the weekends competing, well, here you go. Here's another competition. So I want, I want everybody to come to my gym and train there for it and know that they're going to get really good, good training. Yeah, and there's no doubt that there's going to be that need for for this niche of people who are going to want to push themselves to get better. And there are these events, you know, Deca Fit now and High Rocks, all these things that people can't prepare for. Right. But like, like you mentioned, like ultimately, like most people are just going to want to do a six week late weight loss or want to do like some cleanse or something. They want to do the easy thing, I know. and so it's really it's really tempting in the fitness industry for people to try to capitalize on that because that's where the most people are. And when it comes down to it, like we're trying to make money, right? So people are trying to, to do this. And so it's, it seems like the easier way to make a buck is to kind of do what everyone else is doing. So, and this question is going to kind of relate to the same way that I see an issue with people who are preparing for these events and, and they're trying to do a bunch of different training at once to prepare for a bunch of different things. So there's like, Essentially, what I'm asking is, how do you remind yourself that you have a, a, a route, you have a purpose in your your gym and your training and your messaging? But there's got to be temptation out there to kind of change things, right? Be like, oh, well, only if I did, you know, this this cleanse or this thing, like this might be better. Like, what do you do to remind yourself to to stay true to what you're doing? Right. It's it's definitely not the easy road, <laughs> you know. <but laughs> no, <laughs> I'll admit that that is a theme in my life. <laughs> that is not in fitness. I mean, I just. I just don't take the easy road and I, and I know that it, it probably brings me more, more stress at times. And, and you're right. I, I, I do need to make money. You know, frankly, I am a business owner and I do have, you know, bills to pay and, and you're right. I do have to make money and, and I don't want to, ch- you know, I don't want to chop my arm off at the same time. You know, it does feel really good to be true to what you think is right. And to, I guess, for lack of a better term, not sell out. And I just don't know that I can do it any other way. And so that's the the train I'm writing. But, um, but yeah, I think, you know, it is challenging because I actually at hybrid house more than ever, um, I, because one of my, 
my big things when I opened. And one of my, you know, I said, I got a lot, a lot of advice from friends. They said, you know, Timmy, you really need to do this on your own. And you really need to try to appeal to the non-Spartan. You know, they're like, everyone knows you as, as, as a Spartan pro. So yeah, the Spartans want to come to you, but what about, about the non-Spartans out there? You know, you're, you're just not going to, to take them into your gym. You're not going to market to them. And they said, you know, that's insane. That's where the money is. So so I do, I, that, that is a big challenge for me. And that is something I want to do. And what you do get is more of what you're saying is at hybrid house, I have gotten more of, you know, to me, I want to lose 10 pounds. You know, I just want to, I just want to lose weight. You know, I just want to, I just want to feel better. And they're not the gung ho. I have a trifecta or I want to, you know, podium on my next Spartan race or which I had uh, kind of been used to, but, but I knew opening hybrid house, I needed to branch out a little bit if I really, really want to make money and, and, and really have this be my, my livelihood. So, so what you're speaking of is the challenge. And I think what I'm finding is that although it's more energy and more time to get that person in the doors and, and be able to encourage them to think of performance as this umbrella approach to their fitness and to their weight loss. Because again, the weight loss and the transformation come. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people at hybrid house, we've been open for almost six months. The transformation photos I could show you are, are incredible, but there's nothing in the write-up associated with them that would say, you know, I came to Timmy or I came to hybrid house to lose 10 pounds. It would be, I came to hybrid house, you know, I met a great group of people. I was encouraged to run my first Spartan race, or I was in, you know, I stepped out of the box and I, you know, I signed up for my first hot chocolate 5k. Um, But you would see the transformation, the physical transformation in that person's photo. So it's really taking the time, I think, to send the message and to explain it's not that that stuff won't happen or doesn't happen. It's simply encouraging the gym goer to rewire how they've always tried to get there and to say, hey, if you can focus on something that maybe has a little bit more reward or that requires maybe a little more commitment to your training, you will reap the benefits without sitting there and having to weigh all your food and count all your calories and hop on the scale every day. But yeah, you may run a little bit more than you're used to. You may put in a little more time to your training. Um, you know, you may not get to get up late on that Sunday that you're used to. Um, and so it, it, because it does require a level of commitment to your fitness, right? Um, so it's, it, it's a little more time. I think it's a little more time consuming to spend with the member because it's a different approach and to almost try to, to sell them on it. But again, when you're truly being authentic to what you, what you believe in, it's, you don't really have to sell, right? You're just kind of speaking your belief and hopefully it, 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 it soaks in with, with the member. So there have been a pool of people at hybrid house that have come in for, for that, that kind of average Joe. Hey, Timmy, your gym seems cool. I want to lose weight. I heard you're a great coach that are now signing up for stuff. And there Mm. are people rich that have come in and that are not signing up for stuff but they've stayed. And I've asked them, you know, why are you staying? You know, and, and does it get annoying that I post about DecaFit and High Rocks? And, and they said it's the community. So, um, so one thing that th- this performance kind of based center does breed is a really tight community. Because when you are competing together or you are racing together or you have that in common, it breeds a community. And even, I think... 
well, there's a risk here. I think you could come in and go, oh, I, I don't relate to this. I feel like an outsider. I'm out. Or you could come in and say, wow, this is a really cool group of people and they're really supportive and welcoming. And, um, and I like this. This feels really good. And, and, you, and they stay because I've asked them, you know, why are you staying? You know, you, you don't sign up for any of these events and you, your life is busy and it's not up your alley. And every time it's the people, Timmy, the people at this gym, the community, the community at this gym is so wonderful. It's like no other community I've ever been a part of. You know, it's not like my CrossFit community I used to be a part of or, you know, it's not like the boot camp I used to be a part of. This is such a great community of people. So it does breed a good community where I think it, it does appeal to the person that may not be that event goer, that weekend warrior. But I do run the risk of losing the person that that maybe would make them feel like, ah, you know, I feel like an outsider. But yeah, that's the risk that is, is worth taking because if you were trying to, uh, to be appealing to everybody, the product would suffer. And, and I think you must deliver an, exceptional product because you are true to what the direction is, which is going to create more buy-in from your, from the athletes who are in there, which is going to facilitate the community more. So staying in that lane allows you to really double down and do what you do best as opposed to spreading out. And so when you see some of these gyms that offer this, like, okay, yeah, we have boot camp, we have OCR class, we have ninja class, we have CrossFit class. It's like, are any of these going to be good? Or like, what is it that we're, what are we trying to do? I know. So I think, Yes. And, and, you know, and we are hybrid, you know, uh, the reason of the hybrid part of house. So house obviously in the name speaks to the community. And then the hybrid part is really encouraging, encouraging people to be hybrid athletes. So I do think mm. it's important to not just be one thing. Um, but I think what, what the key is there is, is honestly in the coaching. So if you are a facility, I think that offers everything um, you, you, you do run the risk of not being a brand, right? For me, mm-hmm. it's important to be a brand. I, that's, that's something I've learned in, in being a coach for as long as I have is, is I do want to be a brand, you know, and, and, and I do want to be a way, and I do want to be true to something where you think of Timmy or hybrid house and, and, and you can describe us in, you know, two sentences and it doesn't take 20. So I think, when you're you're a little bit of a one stop shop and there and there, there's everything and the 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 value and the coaching goes down, that's where that's where I see the loss or where I get frustrated. I think with the industry is, um, you know, how is that possibly serving somebody? But if you have the right coach in place for OCR and you have the right coach in place for yoga and the coaching mm. is is really up to par, I think that that's fantastic so for me the number one other than staying true to who you are and if 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 who you are is a one-stop shop i think that the other side of that the flip side of that is just making sure the coaching is 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 what it needs to be and what it should be you know if if i had an argument for the industry more than what a place offers would be what coaches are we throwing into the facility you know Mm. who is leading from the front so if you want to offer 10 things you know, are you just filling, are you just filling the classes because you have 20 classes a day or are you really doing your due diligence to make sure you have one person that really is taking a hold and leading yoga and doing it, you know, and really serving the community. So, so I think that more than, than, you know, what the facility is offering, it's, it's more of the coaching that, you know, I would hope would be, would be, um, 
you know, would be where, where owners or managers get picky. Yeah. And it totally makes sense that, you know, you're high, your hybrid house, it's hybrid training. So it's a bit of everything in the training, but that's what OCR is, right? Like what you're preparing people for is a hot, is that product, right? You're not. So like if, if you weren't that, like that, that's just like the name and that's what goes along with obstacle course training and racing. So it totally makes sense to do a little bit of everything, but yeah, what I was saying was like where it's just, yeah, broad yeah. sprayed out there. Yeah, And you know, and I, and I, it's just not my thing. You know, I, if, yeah. if you come to me and you really want, yoga or you feel like you need yoga, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to send you to the best yoga studio I know. And if you want spin and you are somebody that needs to just sweat it out in a dark room, I'm going to send you to the best spin instructor I know. Um, I don't want to try to keep everything in house. Um, I also think that that can devalue what you offer. I want to send you to, I also think there's, you know, there's plenty of, of people and, 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 and room for you to maybe come to me for, you know, and hybrid house is also really affordable. So you come to me for, you know, the, the, to get your, your barbell work and your weight training and your cross training in and, and to really hone in on your goal and your plan. But then maybe you go to your spin studios twice a week because you love it, you know, and you, you know, and you, the music's blasting and, you know, no one's really coaching you, but they're yelling at you from the front. It's just your jam, you know, but I'm not mm-hmm. kind of, open a spin room in my facility and, and, and have you spin with, you know, and then hire a spin instructor, you know, I'd much rather send that person to a really good spin studio to, to your point. Yeah. I think that that that's also where I stand is, you know, really understanding what my coaches and what hybrid house is good at and known for. And then the rest, you know, sending, setting or making the connections to make sure that that person's taking care of it. If that's something they need or want in their life, you know, or in their training. For sure. And and so, you know, that you are a gym and a coach who helps people prepare for these races. Um, so now there's not really races coming up. And, you know, there's also no facility just because of the time. So what have been some things that you've been able to kind of like change that messaging to help kind of keep people motivated during this time? Because it's so much different than them coming to see you when you're talking about the race that's coming up uh, in eight weeks now, right. like, how's that kind of changed for you? So there's, so there's a few things. So number one, it's been hard. My, my, my classes online are probably on a big day, 12 participants, um, you know, which on a big day at hybrid house, they were probably 20, 24. So we're about half on a small mm. day. There's probably six, you know, so I, I'm thankful that I have people logging on and and taking advantage of the online courses, but I, I have realized that it's a struggle. And so my approach has been a little bit of, of two things, which again is true to who I am. So I, I mentioned at the beginning that I'm really big on, in ba- on balance. You know, I really try to have balance in life. I'm, I'm not the athlete that goes out there and runs a hundred miles a week. I don't train seven days a week. I don't get up at 4am before my kids on a Sunday to make sure I get my training in. That's just not who I am. Um, I sleep in on Sunday because it's the one day I can, you know, like I take advantage of those things and I really try to have balance. Um, so, so one side of this safer at home for me has been to encourage people to embrace a bit of the slowdown. You know, if you can't go to your gym and lift that barbell and you can't go to your gym and, and race 
the person next to you in, in, in a mile or in a 400 meter. And, and that's not your reality right now. How about embracing the other side of that, which is maybe going on long walks with your girlfriend, you know, or maybe going on long walks with your kids or, you know, going in uh, on a bear hunt, you know, they have the, where the bears are out in people's windows. And, and what about changing it up right now and really embracing like, you know, that maybe dinner is going to take you two hours to cook because you're trying something new rather than throwing something in the microwave real quick. And so on one hand, I am finding that I'm enjoying a slowdown and it's really serving me and I'm getting some big takeaways. So I'm really trying to encourage that to my members and the people that go to my gym, which is, Hey, if you're not getting up and running every day, it's okay. And if you're not eating perfectly every day, it's okay. And and mm. just enjoy this time um, to maybe find some change in your life or a little bit of the fact that you have more time. And on the other side of that, because I do want people to have an outlet and see their friends and talk to people and 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 work on you know their their mental stability right now as much as their physical fitness. I am encouraging people, like I said, to hop online. I, I open up the our live classes 10 minutes before and I keep them on 10 minutes after just for people to have that communication and to talk to other people that are feeling what they're feeling right now or to be able to, you know, kind of banter back and forth with maybe their 9 a.m. gym goer that they used to see at my gym. Um, and and another thing that that's really neat that Spartan's doing and High Rocks is doing and Epic is doing is they're all doing at home series. So mm -hmm. there is a virtual life right now that exists in the performance based world. So for example, High Rocks is doing an at home series and I'm incorporating that into my live workouts. So a lot of my members are saying, man, to me, these live at home workouts, I'm just in my living room with like a broomstick and canned food because I'm not requiring anybody to have any equipment right now, just whatever you have in your home. And they're like, they're kicking my butt. And so there is still this performance-based element that I'm able to bring to the at-home workouts because Spartan just had like a virtual race and Spartan is having their competitions online. You know, how many burpees can you do in one minute? How many push-ups can you do in one minute? And then Hyrox is having an at-home series. So every week they launch a workout that you can do at home. So tomorrow's workout Monday at 9 a.m. will be the High Rocks week four. So, and again, if you're somebody that signed up for High Rocks and loves High Rocks, you're going to love that. And if you're somebody that doesn't, but you're maybe new to the gym or you did a class pass with me, what my hope is that that's still appealing to you because it's not what you see every day. So mm -hmm. you log on and I'm saying, Hey, there's a competition out there called high rocks. We're going to do week four in our workout today. It includes burpees and lunge jumps and squats. And we're going to push and we're going to dig. My hope is that there's enough familiar words in there that, that appeals to you. Wow. I'm going to get, I'm going to sweat today. I'm going to get a really good workout in my living room. And I might not know what high rocks is that Timmy's talking about, but she really seems to be passionate about it. And everybody on, you know, there's nine other people on here that seem to be into it. So let's do this. Let's go. So, so I'm thankful that a lot of these companies are doing at home series and I think it's smart, um, to keep us all engaged. And, um, I'm trying to incorporate that at home to keep people engaged and still training for something. So the nice part is there's still something to train for, you know, like high rocks, you enter your score. Spartan just had their, vir their virtual race yesterday where you got to log your GPS 
And so they're really trying to do a good job of offering this, this element of challenge and competition at home. And I'm embracing that. So that is still a part of who we are. So hybrid house online um, is really still trying to embrace the competition feel. And like I said, People are saying that the workouts are just as hard in their living room as they were outside. I'm really trying to keep that alive because that's also what we're known for. Like our workouts are hard. They challenge you. They are not your, you know, you don't leave going, oh, that was all right. You leave going, oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. the sweat. And I'm, and, and so far so good. You know, the, the feedback is that they're still challenging. They're they're and they love that they can do it in their living room, right from their home. You know, people are really enjoying that. Um, and that they're loving the 10 minutes to be able to talk to the people that used to go to hybrid. And like I said, even if they don't know what high rocks is, or maybe it's something that they never considered, it's still fun doing the workout because it's different and it's exciting and it changes, it changes things. And then it gives me some, it gives me a talking point, you know, rather than, right. Hey, it's Monday. Let's do the same stuff we've been doing for the last three weeks. It's like, no, it's Monday. Hey, high rocks just launched their workout yesterday at, you know, 9 p.m. You know, I, I I got a hold of it, and we're going to start with that today. So this is what it is, and so it also just adds an element of excitement and newness. That whether you're into it or not, it's still I I hope appealing. You know, and one of the other things that I found is that I've noticed kind of being challenging for people now, and, and you've mentioned balance a couple of times, and this this certainly you know shelter in place, safer at home has really kind of thrown that out the window for a lot of people. And you as a parent, I'm sure can uh, empathize with this, that now people are having to work from home and then also be teachers and have to occupy their kids for a part of the day. So how have you helped or what have you seen that has helped people that their lives have now just kind of skyrocketed as far as being busy? Um, is there certain ways that you can kind of help keep them on track or help right. with like the mindset of that? Yeah. So one thing I've encouraged, and this is, this is to kind of have all the, puzzle pieces fall into place. So while kind of being gentle and allowing yourself to, to not be perfect right now, I have encouraged routine. So in my opinion, mm. to eat a little bit better, to work out and to, uh, you know, be the teacher for your child and to go on your walk, I've encouraged uh, keeping a routine in your life. So while you can enjoy the slow or enjoy this time, I'm encouraging people to you know, maybe you don't set your alarm for five like you're used to, but maybe you set it for 6.30 or 7. So you're still setting that alarm, you know, Monday through Friday and you're getting up. Okay. And then you're starting with, you know, a hybrid house live workout. Okay. Check. Then it's breakfast, right? Then it's your hour with your, with your child. And then it's your, you know, your work time. And maybe in there you're taking a two hour lunch and you're going on a long walk with your kids. And in that walk, you know, you're doing the ABCs or you're looking for bears and making it a part of, their curriculum. And so, you know, then you come home and it's dinner with the kids and, you know, and then it's getting to bed because you know, you want to be up at seven the next day. So really encouraging everybody to have this element of routine while there is so much uncertainty and there really isn't necessarily a need for it for a lot of people right now. You know, some people are working, which is great, but a lot of people don't or they're working from home and they don't have to be up like they used to. And, you know, we don't have 5 a.m. classes anymore. So that alarm isn't going off at 4 a.m. for them anymore. So while I encourage them to embrace that, you know, we're going to go back to it. So embrace that your alarm isn't going off at 4. I find that right now it's really helpful if people can keep some sort of routine. 
if they have mm. kids and they're a parent keeping routine, if they're not, if they can keep some sort of routine and what happens or what I, what I see happening is there's more of an ability to stay on with fitness, uh, work, nutrition. So it all kind mm-hmm. of plays a part if you're able to keep, although it might be a new routine, right? A new normal, some sort of structure, at least Monday through Friday. And maybe you're letting yourself be a little bit more gentle or off on the weekends. You know, maybe you're doing this, you know, you're doing our live workout. You're doing a run at the same time. And, you, you know, you're not just getting up and going, well, I'm going to run at some point today. You know, I'm really encouraging people to still set up some sort of routine during this time. And I think that that's the, that's key. And that makes sense because there isn't that like kind of built in structure that people might have where it's like kids go to school at seven, work starts at eight, work ends at three or whatever. And then like I work out at six. So kind of creating that within their now scattered lives is definitely important. How have you, uh, how has this kind of affected you and your training? Like what have you been, how have you adjusted? My training has completely changed. So, uh, and then then there's a, and there's a few reasons. I actually broke my toe right before this happened. I was not present and I was, um, you know, in the yard at at hybrid house and I dropped a 40 pound weight on my toe. Um, so I was a little bit nervous about my spark. was it a dumbbell or a, uh, a plate? Metal dumbbell. Oh, uh, a metal one. The height of like my chest. So oh my I God. dropped it from what you know, four feet off the ground, and it landed right on my toe, and my toe was smudged. And I thought, okay, it's probably bruised. It's probably you know, I'm okay. And then the next day, I was in tears, and it was, I was so bummed. I was like, I I've done something bad. And then the very next day after that, it was so much better. So I started to run on it again. And, you know, one <laughs> and that pressure on yourself, I'm like, I've got to get back to training. Um, yeah. see, I, we have an in-house chiropractor. So I see him um, once or twice a week. So I finally went to him and I said, I seem to be having good days, bad days. And anyway, he said, you know, you, you should get an x-ray, but, but, but my, my opinion, your, your toe is broken and you need to, you need to heal it. So I was already off running. So that already completely changed my fitness and I was hitting the barbell a lot and I was working on hanging a lot and grip strength and um, a ton of skierg and a ton of bike and already changing my routine. So I was already in that frame of mind and already not hitting the running really hard, which for me is a huge part of my training. Running is a huge part of my training. So that was already out. And then once Safer at Home happened, I really made the decision to see it as an opportunity to slow down and change my training and really focus on my business and not use the, the hours in the day to, um, to just, you know, watch Tiger King, but really um, use them to take advantage of the business and how I'm going to open and, and really be the best business owner that I can be. And so, and, and the, the Spartan pro uh, pro season, you know, and season is really non-existent right now. So mm-hmm. what I allowed myself to do, and that's why I speak about the slowdown is I really embraced the slowdown. So my training now consists of long walks. So there are days where I walk for seven miles um, and I'll bring my kids uh, and some days I don't. And so that's really different. So um, instead of running, I'm walking, which is, you know, my heart rate's in a fat burning zone. It's completely different training for me. And I'm not going to the gym at all. I'm not hitting barbells. I'm not hitting dumbbells. Everything I'm doing right now is body weight. And so um, I'm training six days a week. Um, 
I'm not skipping out on that. I take Sundays off. So I took today off. I'm still very active, you know, and, and moving was very active. And so my lifestyle is very active. I'm not somebody that sits around. I'm, I'm pretty incapable, but, um, but my training is all indoors or right outside without, um, barbell. So it's a, a ton of burpees, um, with, you know, managing my toe. It's a ton of squats and push-ups and a ton of body weight work. Um, and it's kicking my butt and I'm getting sore and, you know, I'm doing things with like a broomstick to work on grip strength. And, um, but my training is completely different. You know, it's, I'm still trying to keep the intensity to really feel like I'm still have my athletic ability, but I'm not running, um, at all and walking, which is different. I'm, um, my, my eating is definitely different, you know, being at home more and cooking more. Um, I'm, I'm fasting, um, in a different way. And my, my routine's different. So, um, so my, my training's completely changed. And like I said, it already changed before just because of my toe. And so now it's just changed again. So I'm embracing the, the change in the training. And then I'm also looking forward to getting back to the training in the gym, but I'm, I'm, I'm not forcing myself to go do it right now. How do you improve your grip strength with a broomstick? What is, you, what is that? Because so, that's something I haven't – I've been like, I don't have a pull-up bar. Yeah, no, I know. Like, so it's a lot – I'm doing a lot of just like using – like I'll do an overhead squat, the broomstick, and I'm just mm-hmm. activating every single muscle. So hmm. a lot of like – and a lot of it I'm learning in kin stretch. We do kin stretch at hybrid. And so it's a lot of, of muscular awareness and really, again, this slowdown, which is not who I am. I'm a runner. I'm a racer. Nothing about what I do in fitness is slow. You know, I throw right. things on and I go. And this is really forcing me to slow down in every way. And so it's really about gripping it and how I'm activating like my lat when I grip it and activating my forearms and everything for an hour is grip. So we did, we'll do an entire workout for 45 minutes holding this broomstick and your, my forearms are just toast the next day. I mean, it's, no way. Yeah. And it's because yeah, you're just you're, you're basically isometric hold. It is this hold and then going overhead and dropping your shoulders and engaging your lats and making sure everything's engaged and then turning up the volume, you know, to a level 10 and then, okay, slowly coming off that grip. Okay. Now, um, you know, pushing yourself up on a table and, 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 and holding yourself up. Um, you know, and it'll be like two minutes at a time. So it's this this really slow, really awareness of your body and activating every little muscle and holding on to something so, so tight for, you know, four minutes at a time and making sure that you're not releasing any of that tension. So it's a lot of tension. Um, it, and it's really different, really, really different. And I'm learning a lot of it from our kin stretch coach and doing our kin stretch because kin stretch is stretching with tension. And mm. so incorporating that same concept, but into um, our, our fitness and our, our classes that are more like hit and high intensity, but keeping that same idea because, you know, a lot of us have worked really hard on our grip strength <laughs> and we don't have pull up bars at home. And like I said, I'm not going to the gym and grabbing barbells. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be as relatable as possible right now to the people that I coach. Right. They don't have a gym to go to and they don't have a barbell in their garage. And a lot of them don't have dumbbells at home. And so I'm working with what they're working with and trying our best to keep our grip strength. And, um, you know, and, and it's, it's a lot of newness. And, and the cool thing is, when hybrid house opens again and we do go back to barbells and dumbbells and 
I really want to keep this newness. So this, this activation of just holding something like a, like a, you know, like a, like a PVC pipe and holding it and, and activating every muscle in your body without even having to hold a big heavy weight, you know, over your head or in front of you or really changing, changing the way that we have, you know, an awareness with our body. And, and uh, I really want to keep that going. It's been a big takeaway of these at home workouts. And I really want to keep that going when we open back up because it feels really good on my body. It's, it's been, it's been a nice change. Um, and you know, uh, we're doing challenges. Like we do 50 burpees every workout, for example, and we're seeing how it changes over time and everybody's getting faster. So it's neat too, to see how you're able to keep up your cardiovascular strength and some level of intensity, even though you're just at home and in your living room, you know, by, and, and it does come from the coaching and it does come from your community. Like, are you just squatting at home with a broomstick or are you holding that broomstick as tight as you can and you're squatting as low as you can and you're holding it at the bottom for 10 seconds? And, you know, it's it's interesting what you realize, what level of intensity you can bring to almost anything. And it just it's just about how you go about it, really. You can squat. Yeah, and it will, trans- it will translate and you can yeah. see – that like that people aren't losing fitness if they're being mindful and going after it in, in a different way. Being mindful and, and, and wrapping your head around the fact that you, you don't have to lose your fitness right now, even though it's different. And, and in fact, it's really good for the body to change what it's, what it's used to. It's really mm. effective, you know, to, to shock it in that way and to say, Hey, let's, you know, like those long walks when I first started them, you know, cause some of them with my kids were taking me four hours. You know, I don't, <laughs> I don't go out for a four hour run, you know, unless maybe right. I'm doing some gnarly beast and I'm competing, but that's not part of my training. I don't, I don't go out for four hour runs, hour and a half, two hours, maybe. So I was getting home the next day. My legs were toast. You know, I'm, hmm. I'm walking up and down hills in long beach for four hours. So, um, so it's different and it is, it's, it's having a mindfulness and an awareness of your body during this time that I think can have a really big win when we do go back to a little bit of, you know, what we're used to. And the marriage yeah, because, too, I think can be, could be a really great thing. And it's important to remember that that's how adaptation works. You'll get to something and you'll right. adapt. And if you don't change it, you probably will see slower gains or you'll get a plateau. Right. So yeah, now it's like a way that it's going to force a different stimulus. Right. And, you have no choice. and it's, it, and it's a great time to to really kind of test some things out because if it doesn't work, there's no race coming up. <laughs> so no, yeah, you know. I mean it's so like there's there's why not? <laughs> That's why I'm seeing it too. You know, I'm definitely not eating perfectly, and I probably put on about five pounds or so. And um, but I have nothing to worry about right now. You know, I have no. I, if anything, I just need to focus on my business and use this time to the best of my ability, but you're right. There's no Spartan race to train for right now. There's nothing to be in tip top shape for. for so now mm. is the time to try new things and to, to kind of embrace whatever's going on and whatever's keeping you, I think as happy and as, as, as content as you can be right now, because you're right. And nothing, there's nothing going on right now where you have to be on top of your game. And there's obviously a, a physical level of stress that comes with, peak performance but right. to, for me on my end that's more mentally stressing right. than than physically like i can handle physical stress at this point but like the mental stress of trying to be on top of yeah. my shit all the time every day it's like yeah. it's hard 
So now's well, a good time to like just, that. like you said. Right. I don't think anybody needs that right now. I think people need to just understand that it's hard for everybody right now, whether you're a coach or somebody being coached, um, whether you're a celebrity or, or not, like it's, this is a hard time and, and it's okay. And, and almost embrace it, you know, because the races will come and the time to put the pressure back on will come. So if anything, let's just be a little more gentle with ourselves and, and so that we can be mentally stronger right now or, or in the best place that we can, because there is such a mental side to this. There is, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, I think just as important, if not more important than the physical right now, just making sure we're mentally strong and okay. Yeah. And that we're, we'll be ready to, to ramp up when we're not yeah. exhausting all of our, it's going to be there. So we don't need to, we don't need to do that right now. Yeah. That's a, that's a great point. So it sounds like your goals have definitely changed because well, one, your, your toe, um, and just like the way everything like has changed your training, but what were some of the goals that you were having this year? What, have you, have you gone in and kind of evaluated how you want your goals to play out for the rest of the year? Because I've, I've, I mean, I had hard goals leading into the year and now they're much softer just because I think of the unknown. So have you gone through and, and done any goal setting or thought about goals for the rest of the year? Yeah. So I started 2020, even with the new gym, I started 2020 really wanting to be gung ho in competition um, that were local. So 2019, I was all Spartan, you know, on the pro team traveling like crazy. So much going out of town all the time. And my business was really taking a, 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 a number two placeholder, you know, Spartan was number one. And I made the decision after ho- opening hybrid house that in 2020, really my focus once the Spartan season started and my goal is to make protein. So I was super excited to hear that I made protein. That was a huge goal of mine. So I checked that box. I was super excited about that, but I knew in 2020, I was not going to race as much as I raced in 2019. I so I, I love Spartan. You know, I did some media for them in the beginning of the year. I love speaking about Spartan. I love going to, you know, to speak on the news and really promote the brand. And so I, I really want to stay present with Spartan. But I knew in 2020 I wasn't going to be able to be, be able to travel. If I really was going to get this gym up and running, it just wasn't going to be able to, to be number one in 2020. So my goal in the beginning of the year was to compete more locally. Uh, high rocks. There was high rocks in LA. There was tribal clash in June. These are all local driving distance. We're not going to eat, you know, my entire weekend, Thursday to Monday. Um, all the local Spartan races, of course, um, Seattle was still, you know, the national series was still something I was going to travel to. Um, I miss Jacksonville. Um, but you know, my goal is to make the rest of the national series. So my goals at the beginning of the year were already to focus more locally and to really be at every event I could be at. So even if Mm -hmm. I wasn't competing in this CrossFit competition, five of my members were, so I was going to be there where before it would be like, well, coach Timmy's at a Spartan race. So I really, really at the beginning of the year already wanted to shift from, I still want to be very present in Spartan. It's, it's something I love and I want to encourage more people to branch out and sign up for these races. I also need to be local and need to be here for my gym. And, um, and now that's even shifted again. And, and now my goal is because these competitions seem to all be gone until 2021. I mean, I just got a notice of a competition in August. That's not happening. So, wow, really? Yeah. So to me, I don't know what, if any season really we're going to have, you know, again, for what my gym does. 
Um, there doesn't seem to be a lot of competition going on. And, and these, these companies are going online and really doing a good job of making it virtual. You know, we're all doing our best. But, um, but it has shifted. And what I'm finding in Safer at Home and in not hitting my running like I, like I should be or could be because of my toe and really enjoying the slowdown is my goal right now is really becoming a business, figuring out, figuring out the online side and what that means for me and figuring out how to really market this kind of niche business that I just opened and really going for it and making sure that I, you know, do the best marketing that I can to get my message out there. So my goal is now a hundred percent business. You know, it's not, cool. you know, I, I, it's, 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 I'm still being involved, but I'm just not worried about the, the athlete me this year. I just, um, I'm not anymore. It's really shifted for me. And really the, there is, I know I, I can completely relate to this because you're always like, well, I'll do this for me now. And I'll, when I'm, I, I'm, going to focus on the business when it's time to focus on the business or something like that, or you still think you're doing it, but it's when it's split between full-time training and racing, like you just, you really just can't, like it's, you can't be a hundred percent, even if you think you are. Um, so that's cool that you have that and you're able to, and you're embracing the slowdown. You're going to take this as an opportunity to really kind of dive in. And you just did launch, is it, is the online part new? I saw like it you is. have the brand, the brand. Yeah. So it's brand performance. My last name is brand B R A N N. So it's brand, um, performance. I've had brand performance for probably a year and it mm. took a backseat when I opened hybrid house. So my goal about a year ago, um, when I was having a tough time with my business partner and I, and I was already going, man, you know, I, I, I love my members and I love OCR and I love, uh, my old business was Rec Camp, and I love what I'm doing for the community. I'm really struggling in terms of stress and on the business side um, because the the business side of it wasn't serving me. So I had already started brand performance, which was me being my own brand, really trying to say, okay, what is what is Timmy Brand about as a coach? Who is Timmy Brand as a coach? What can you offer the community? online and brand performance was already going to be me going online. So the name was there. The logo was there. Um, you know, it was, it was a, it was a point in time where I was really giving that a lot of energy and attention, knowing that I was having a tough time with my current business situation. Right. So it wasn't, Oh, I'm going to open another business. It was mm -hmm. let, cause I already do some stuff online, some coaching online, you know, so I had already dabbled. And so that was already, um, being created over here. Then when I decided to leave, um, to, to, to break up the business partnership, you know, unfortunately, but I, it was really something I just couldn't do anymore for myself and start a new gym. Um, that still stayed over in this area because I, I just couldn't focus on it. Once I decided to open a new gym, you know, where members would come. And so the online still took kind of this, this back seat, but it was always there. Like I said, the logo was there and the name was there. So, when the talk of closing the gym started happening, um, I talked to my my friend who was helping me with all that, and I said, you know, we need to we need to we need to get this brand performance up and running because um, I'm going to have to do everything online. And and then within like two days 
you know, the order came through that the gym had to close and that we weren't, we weren't considered essential and that we weren't allowed to, um, to hold classes anymore. So like I said, within 24 hours, brand performance was, was launched. And I could have definitely stayed with hybrid house and, you know, launched hybrid house, but this was already there. And I saw it as an opportunity to do both. So hybrid house, right you know, still exists. We have our, you know, our Facebook group and, you know, I'm still on, on social media and, and I, I can't wait to reopen. And, but it was my opportunity and my door, that door opened to be, to revisit what I had already started and, and really see, well, what happens with the online. So the goal isn't for me to completely go online. The goal is ideally to have both side by side. So keep mm. my online, maybe take some stress off of the financial need at hybrid house and really focus on the making sure hybrid house stays authentic, stays true to its brand, that I'm able to take my time in really marketing and launching and sending the message as best as I can through hybrid house while um, doing some online programming and some stuff with brand performance over here that, you know, keeps some income coming in during this time and hopefully long-term where I'm not freaking out in terms of hybrid house. So that's my, that's my hope. So I saw it as an opportunity to go, Oh my God, I have this brand over here. You know, that that's Timmy. It's it's me, Hybrid House. I have a few coaches. It's it's a team. Brand performance is only me. And um, so I saw it as an opportunity to see what that hap- what happens with that online. And, Very cool. And if you yeah. and if you can tap into that same authenticity and the the way that you kind of run hybrid house and having a very specific type of person, like you should do well. You know, if that's you can just the goal, right. Totally. Um, Well, awesome. So where can people find you on social or on on the web? What are some places that I'll link everything in the show notes? So I am brand performance on Instagram. So B-R-A-N-N-D performance. And it's a play on my last name and then being a brand. Um, And that's on Instagram. And then I'm also hybrid in the house on Instagram. So one Instagram for my gym and then one Instagram for my online brand, which is also me. So it's, it's also like a personal page. It's kind of two in one. And then brandperformance.com is where all my online exists. So my online coaching, that's where you access all our, I have a daily wad that goes out there and that's where you access all the live stream classes. So at brand performance, you sign up, it's $30 a month. You click on it, you get a daily wad um, that you have access to. And then there's different packages you can purchase for one-on-one training and getting more personalized programs. And there's all kinds of stuff on there. There's OCR programs on there. There's six week, 12 week, 15 week, and that all lives on brandperformance.com. And then there's hybridhouse.co, which is everything about our gym. So that's more of like your Long Beach local or anybody that lives near Long Beach that maybe wants to try you know, a different gym. The goal is that we open back in May. So far, that's looking like that's going to happen. I know there's so much uncertainty, but that's really um, what, what, what the deal with Hybrid House. And then the, the brand performance is my my opportunity and my hope that I can access people that don't live in Long Beach and train people from all over uh, with, you know, with what I believe in and my approach. Um, and I'm using the brand performance platform to do that. So there's brand performance Instagram, hybrid in the house Instagram, hybridhouse.co online, brandperformance.com online. Sweet. Yeah. So I'll link to everything on the show notes cool. uh, from people want to reach out. Great. So they have a place to find you. Well, this was awesome. Yeah. I love the, I love chatting with you, learning all about it. So 
Uh, this is just us signing off. So we'll see everybody later. Cool. Thanks so much.